0: I'm Brian Teta, executive producer of The View. It's Tuesday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table.
1: sunny hello brian
0: Uh, i'm gonna start by i'm looking at my notes and i have note here that says the vacuum cleaner story so i'm i'm gonna tell the story from this morning so the way the show works in the morning it's kind of hectic everyone gets in we pick our topics we're kind of in a bullpen setting and we're going over stuff and then i can't believe you guys are outing me but that's fine and and then you walked in with a giant vacuum cleaner (laughs) asking for my help to uh unload the vacuum cleaner which is yes. fine i'm happy to help you I'm, do
1: you're good at doing the man things
0: i was flattered by that i am uh, my wife would disagree with yeah, you about my ability together, to do the man things
1: apart you're good at those things i'm good at some
0: of the mechanical stuff yes. and definitely like the tech stuff and things like that but the takeaway from this was that you had discovered so you your dressing room is different than everyone else's dressing room if i can be honest your dressing room i've often said would be a a, <laughs> a great airbnb it, it's it's decked out <laughs>
1: okay let me, I need to explain myself Please. here, okay? This is the thing. I live very far away from the studio. You do. You spend more
0: time in your dressing I, room than anyone else.
1: Yes. I so I live about an hour on a good day, an hour away, on a bad day an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of events. I'm asked to go to plays, uh for example, uh Thursday, I believe, I have been asked to introduce Judith Jameson at the Alvin Ailey oh, celebration. Cool. yeah, you know that sort of thing. So, rather than go home at noon, mm-hmm. I'm in my office until seven or eight.
0: Right, I, that's a good way to put it. It is an office for you. It's, an it's a dressing for me. room for others. Yes, it's an office for, for me, you. it's an office. You write in there. Sometimes? I write my
1: books in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm editing my last one. That I'm going to do that after this podcast. I eat in there, yes. so I, I do a lot of things, and I like things to be pretty yes. because it makes me feel more creative. Okay, I have. To listen. I like bling. I like not like Donald Trump.
0: Yeah, there's no gold toilet.
1: There's no gold toilet, but there, there are nice curtains and and some wallpaper there's furniture
0: that that is nicer than I've ever owned in in the dressing room. Let's I, be honest. I, yeah. the rug is, is.
1: I had I had a designer friend Francesco, mm-hmm. Bellati, mm-hmm. um, come and help me, and and we did. Th- We did the things. And what I don't appreciate (laughs) is that, you know, I need the floor vacuumed. I I bought my own carpeting. Which it was nice. So you brought your own carpeting and then you. And it's beige. Yes. And like nobody ever vacuums my office. No, I don't
0: think it's part of the the, the general upkeep of the offices in general vacuuming. But to
1: vacuuming. So I bought my own vacuum cleaner. Okay. Yeah. And I noticed it was missing.
0: Yes, so your vacuum cleaner was missing. It was gone for a while. And for a
1: while, it reappeared. Jada, my assistant, found it, and it had a lot of dirt in it. It did, and
0: and what looked to me like dog hair.
1: It looked like Bernie Behar's dog hair yes. or Cha Cha's dog hair. Yes. Okay. So so someone who I don't know which owner. Hmm. I don't know. Who's assistant?
0: There's a lot of mysteries going on. Someone stole stole,
1: my vacuum cleaner.
0: Someone stole your vacuum cleaner. Someone stole one of Joy's lasagnas out of her fridge. There's (gasps) a lot of stuff going on. There's some shady things happening. It
1: was very shady. And then people told me I was making too much noise when I was (laughs) vacuuming my dressing room today. As
0: they were prepping for their segments and everything else. Yes. Yes. But um, I, listen, I think it's great that you bring your own vacuum. You do your own vacuum cleaning. I bought it myself.
1: It, yeah. could, it could disappear again. Yeah. I had to do it at the mo- in the moment because there sure. are shady, I'm not going to say thieves, but borrowers mm-hmm. around the view.
0: I will say, I think it's unlikely anyone other than a host took the vacuum because I, I don't think anybody else would be so daring.
1: I agree.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to uh, everyone, you know, we have everyone here. <laughs> I think for the next week, everyone that comes here, I will confront with the accusation. Jacuz. I am going you take to take Sunny's vacuum. I'm going
1: to Jacuz. Anna Navarro.
0: Ooh. All right. Well, she will not take that lightly. I'm certain, <laughs> but I'm excited to find out. All right. Moving on. Tell us what Thanksgiving was like at the the Huston house.
1: Oh, we had such a good time actually. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's Christmas without the gifts. Mm-hmm. And I get stressed out about giving gifts. I want to give the just the perfect gift and my kids are older now and I make them still make Santa Claus lists sure. and I say if they don't put, you know, make a list that means they don't believe in Santa Claus and only Santa Claus gives gifts. Of course, So, of course they make their lists. This year, Paloma has decided not to make a list because she doesn't know what she wants. So I'm totally stressed out. But for Thanksgiving, it's so much fun. And I think I explained on the show, we have our, you know, close family members come for food. And then, and our food is different because we're Afro-Latino. So we have penil, which is a a pork shoulder. Mm -hmm. We have con gandules. We have con calamares, which is like a black squid rice. And then we also have on the other side, we have honey baked ham and we have um, collard greens. Is there no turkey or is there turkey too? There's turkey. And this is turkey, there's a really discussion that my family has of what is really the main star Mm -hmm. of Thanksgiving. I believe it's the mac and cheese. Oh, sure. This year, my husband fried the turkey so well that he, I think now... The turkey. The turkey moves into the lead. The fried turkey moves into the lead. He takes such care. It's a butterbeer recipe. Ooh. And he, he does it in the backyard. He tried to do it on the porch one year. So a big I thought, giant fryer. It's a yeah. huge fryer. I thought he was going to burn down my house. I was so upset. Our house. Um, he's got it down. I mean, I was eating turkey carcass. Oh, wow. It was so good.
0: So I, my family's... Uh, my. Dad's side of the family is Italian, and he's the chef in the family. So you have so lasagna. We, we have lasagna every year. We right. Have pasta. We have all these kind of things. The starred are uh, Thanksgiving generally are stuffing muffins. So the What's extra, that? the extra stuffing put into muffin tins oh. and cooked.
1: See, black people call it dressing. Oh, okay, yeah, I've, I know that. That's the thing. <laughs> dressing versus
0: stuffing was a dressing. was a hot topic. Yes, right, well. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Black yeah. people call it dressing. There See, I don't like dressing. Dressing is soggy bread, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to get a lot of comments this on one's that. This crisp,
0: I'm telling you. It's pretty mm,
1: good. I, dressing is soggy All right.
0: bread. All right. Well, I, I, that sounds like a great Thanksgiving, though. But
1: but I will say the day after is even better because then our chosen family come and then we have a competition mm-hmm. as to who has the best leftovers. So this is like a Friendsgiving kind it's of thing. It's a Friendsgiving yeah. with a competition. Mm-hmm. And the, the gift, that you, the prize is a chef's hat. And I mean that comes with a lot of bragging rights. Yeah, we think. I've been doing it for about 10 years. People come with their past winning mm-hmm. hats. Sure. We make them take them off because you're no longer the yeah, reigning Once you're there, person. it's gone. It's yeah. gone. And Manny won for his turkey. Oh, well, there we go. That's how good it have was. Have you won? I've won several times. Okay, I was
0: going to say. Yeah. Yes.
1: I did not win this year.
0: All right, but you're happy because it's in the family.
1: <laughs> yes. That's something.
0: In my family. So I'm competitive in a similar way to you. And we have a, a trophy called the Teta Cup. And oh. it's a big trophy. And it comes out for any, it can be any kind of competition, board games or something else.
1: We also have a Hostin cup.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. We have a
1: lot more in common than I thought. Yeah, no, this is where you and I vibe. I I think it's the competitiveness, a desire for revenge is there sometimes. Um, We also have cups, glasses, and one says loser, Hostin game night. And one says winner,
0: Hostin game night. I haven't gone there. Monopoly's been banned (laughs) in my house because nobody will play with me anymore. (laughs) Um,
1: we don't play monopoly because gable turned over the table the last time yeah i mean i think
0: that well i uh, they all team up on me because he always wins and yeah anyway it's a whole thing but um all right well that's interesting um now sarah talked about going to walt disney world for thanksgiving break and, and i i love disney like no other but um sarah's young children it turns out can handle the rides much better than you can
1: i'm not surprised by that
0: yeah and um her daughter sandra was thinking about you during it all um That's very sweet. She was concerned. She rode the rides and thought this must have been very, I think she said emotional for Sonny. Because
1: she was looking after her auntie Sonny. Yeah. yeah. Remember I said, Sarah is the sister I never asked for. Yes.
0: But I have now. And now you've got nieces and nephews. And now I have a niece
1: (laughs) that... Supports me, and that's, that's 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 it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, on the last trip, I don't think we talked since uh, you, we showed that tape piece. You did get to go back to Disney World, and, I did. And, and get some revenge. I
1: had a better time.
0: Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> so you didn't, didn't write anything <laughs> yourself and tormented Sarah and Alyssa. I Had and a very good time. Yeah, it brought me joy. There you go. You got to lock them onto the uh, Tower of Terror. <laughs> the 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 absolute uh, insane uh, look that you gave during that is my favorite <laughs> thing. I really enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. So, who knows where that story will lead? (laughs) We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com/view. Just go to indeed.com/view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. indeed.com/view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE. Um,
0: Another thing that got some pickup yesterday from Mm -hmm. uh, the show, you joked on the show that if Anna were younger... She could date your son because of her love of adventure, which, of course, Anna instantly Anna rebutted. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, she instantly rebutted with, uh, sweetheart, your son may want an older woman. It might kill you. That got a lot of pickup, actually. There were some articles written about this. Really? Yes, both. Uh, you know,
1: I never read any of the articles. Of course.
0: Well, both perceived shade at Anna for being too old and then <laughs> oh, Anna's gosh. retort. How would you handle it in real life if, if Gabriel dated an older woman?
1: Look, I would not be surprised if Gabriel were to date an older woman because he's... Very smart. He's very in his head. Um, He's wise beyond his years. He's kind. He looks older. Mm -hmm. He has a beard that I don't love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't like it. And uh, so I wouldn't be surprised that an age mate may not be a perfect companion. But I would certainly side eye Mm -hmm. an older woman. With a man child whose frontal lobe is not fully developed, and because I know my child, right, I know that it is not fully developed. Actually, I'm going to tell this story. I'm on vacation, and uh, you know my son is very adventurous, and he had forgotten to get his blood work done to go back to school. Uh, you have to get the blood work done. To, like an annual thing. An annual thing. You know, you have to fill all the stuff out. And so I said, gosh, you know, you're going back to school in a couple of weeks. Why don't you just go to the local hospital and get the blood draw and get the results and and you'll be fine? She's like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. And then the kid disappears for <laughs> like a whole day. And I'm kind of tracking him on Life 360, I'll sure. admit. I'm kind of stalking him. He has his own car. He's he's at this point, he was 19, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh I follow him because <laughs> because I don't know where he is. And it's kind of late. And, and I know he took our paddle boards and I see him paddle boarding with a woman. Not on, a girl on the lake. No, it wasn't a girl. It was a woman. And when he saw me, I have never seen someone paddle board so quickly <laughs>
0: away or towards
1: you towards me. OK, mom, what are you doing here? I was like, I could ask you the same question. You went to go get blood work done and you've been gone for like 7 hours. I was worried. And now you're at some water area that mm-hmm. I've never seen. So the woman comes back and as it turns out and and he tells tells her to just sit in his car. Yeah. Does that introduce <laughs> me to her. Very rude. She runs basically into the car and I made I went over to the side of the car and I made her lower the window. Oof. And I said, sis, how old are you? She was the nurse that took his blood, <laughs> claiming she did not know how old he was.
0: It's probably paperwork when you sign up for stuff.
1: I think yeah. that if you're the nurse, mm-hmm. you know this is a child.
0: Wow. Well, how old just would you have a She
1: refused to give me her age, sure, which is eyeballing. a dead giveaway. Yeah. It's a woman in her 30s at least. Wow. Well <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that has happened to me, and I didn't like it.
0: I understand. Now, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask, have you ever dated an older man before no. you were married? Never. So never a significant age difference. I,
1: I actually have dated... <laughs> Younger. Younger? Oh. <laughs> Manny's younger, and my boyfriend before then was four years younger. Okay, four years is is it's about four. Yeah, it, it kind of depends on
0: what age you're dating them to. It, it feels yes.
1: his frontal lobe wasn't fully, wasn't fully developed. developed.
0: Uh oh. All right. Interesting. I, uh, I I dated one older girl once when I was uh, twenty three. She was twenty nine, which at the time felt massively older, yes. and now in retrospect doesn't seem like a big no, deal it's at not. all. But I, I was
1: but. Nineteen yeah. and thirty—that's that,
0: that's significant. That's
1: I mean, unless she was just an older-looking nineteen-year-old. Yes. Maybe I don't think maybe so. she
0: just wanted to learn the paddleboard. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and Gabriel, that's being the nice boy the he car. is, yeah, offered. Wow. Well.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> all right, so
0: that's interesting. Speaking of the kids, you've also been talking to me backstage about Paloma preparing for college, and yeah. uh, you know, I've got a twelve-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old daughter. Yeah. It's a little ahead of. For me, but not that far ahead. No, and, it's not. And it, it's kind of made me a little bit nervous. How has this been going for you?
1: It's not going well. I, I'm i sad to say, you know, I'm very close to Gabriel. Everybody knows that. And I'm very close to Paloma because she's a girl. So we do, like, girl things together. Like We got our ears pierced together. Yeah. And uh, we get our hair done at the same place. And, you know, we, we talk about boys. And it's it's always been the, just the two girls against the two boys in the house mm-hmm. it's just always been great and i don't know she turned 16 and she puts her headphones on in the car and doesn't talk to me age <laughs> appropriate i mean that's that's it. what happens i'm so hurt by the whole Aww. thing i'm so devastated and it's just like the little kid that just like adored my every move if i get if i'm going out and i have a dress on and she says you ate that. I'm like, I'm ecstatic for the compliment. Like, right. that's crazy. That, that, that's, You're that's, living and dying a, for a, your the, 16-year-old the, daughter the, complimenting the, the you. The youngins say you ate that, which mm-hmm. means you slayed. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. You know what I started doing, actually, because I almost need to be in therapy for this. I started following um, an Instagram uh, page called Raising Teens Today. And I would really um, recommend it to anyone raising teens. Really? Because it starts with, it's a community, actually, 714,000 followers. Wow. And it says, parenting teens is hard. Being a teen is hard, too. Advice, encouragement, humor, tips, and stories. Oh, that's lovely. And one of the things that it said um, that I, I really, I sent to my daughter was I'll give our relationship all I've got. I want you to tell me when I've done something wrong, when I've hurt you, I'll be your safe place and support. I hope you will use your voice and I hope I'll always hear you, really hear you without suggesting you're overreacting or being too sensitive, appreciating exactly the stunning soul you are. I know I'll make mistakes, but I owe you, my daughter, a relationship as beautiful as you are. I promise to try.
0: That's lovely,
1: and I got that from this this yeah. this Instagram. I I find that Instagram is becoming the hellscape that Twitter now X was, and had, Facebook has yeah. become. But there are these like just pockets pockets mm-hmm. of brightness, and this raising teens today. I don't I don't know the, the the people that put it together or anything. So I'm not connected to it in any yeah. way. I'm not selling it or yes. anything. But it has gotten me through this past couple of months. Well, what a great resource that is. Yeah, she's yeah. applying to colleges, and she's just, I don't i don't recognize my kid. Like, she's she's stressed out, and I don't know how to help.
0: My grandmother used to say, and my mother used to say that, you know, you, whoever you are when you're 12, you come back to when you get through God, the I teenage hope, years. And, God, and, I hope so. Yeah.
1: Because my daughter is, I mean, you've met her. Mm-hmm. She's the sweetest. She's always lovely
0: when I meet her, yeah.
1: Loveliest, smartest, prettiest soul. Mm-hmm. And and now and now there are headphones. But didn't you rebel at that age? Did
0: did you rebel at sixteen? You must have.
1: Well, I grew up when children were to be seen and not heard. Sure. And so it was like, go read a book. Yeah. You know, like if I was in my feelings, a book may show up on my bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> that's you know, my mother's a teacher, so that's kind of what I had yeah. growing up. So I all these feelings and talking about the feelings and different. I'm not used to it, and I don't know how to react.
0: I have you know, again, I'm I'm still on the the precipice of teenage years, but yes. uh, they're both, uh, including my nine year old, who asked Alexa when uh, you become a tween. And, and, <laughs> Alexa said nine. So now she's also a tween and I'm surrounded by women both at home and at work. Yes. God bless you. Even my dog's a woman. (laughs) Don't get me started on that bitch. And it's, I mean, it's really, it's a lot, but I think it's being here at the view has definitely helped prepare me to be a girl dad. I, I think so. I think. And, and vice versa. I think it comes, I think being a parent of, of girls is also helpful when I'm having conversations here. But I it's think, a lot of I, talking about feelings. It's
1: a lot of feelings. And, you know, people that that watch our show know that I'm very fact driven. Mm-hmm. I think it's my legal training. Yeah. Although I've always kind of been that. Look at the facts, ma'am. Yeah. You know, just well, the facts, ma'am. Well, too. I mean, like it's. Yeah, yeah. Like facts trump emotion every single time. Right. Facts, not feelings. Like we were taught that. When you were facts, a kid, too? Yeah. Okay. Facts, not feelings. That's just hardwired into who you are. Yes, and mm-hmm. so I like I had all this mushy stuff and the, the feelings yeah. and the I'm like I'm like a deer caught in headlights. In fact, Manny is much better at it. Like he cries watching commercials, and yeah. I'm like, what are you crying about? Mm-hmm. It's a commercial. They wanted you to cry. Like I'm yeah, one of those.
0: Exactly. I, empty the vacuum, Manny. Yeah. yeah empty exactly. the vacuum. Yeah. Like
1: don't don't tell me how the clock works. Just tell me what time it is. Like I'm one of those.
0: Well, this is interesting. I think it's a, listen. <laughs> It's been a great session. We'll come back next week. We'll do the same thing. Before we go, I want to talk about the uh, dog show that we're coming up with. There's a lot of buzz about it. So we're doing the Best in Show View Pageant. I will win that. I know you will. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know you will try. Yes. And one of the judges, Sarah Haynes. There
1: is no try. Only do.
0: Thank you, Yoda. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, All right. So I've heard, though, that one of the two dogs coming, Harlow, doesn't really follow commands. It, how, how is this going to work for you?
1: Well, I have one disrespectful dog. Yes. Um, and one show dog. Phineas, the show dog, is a brown, newfound land. And his grandfather won the Westminster show. Oh, really? So when I say I have a show dog, yeah. I do.
0: He's a Nepo baby.
1: Yes, he is. <laughs> and he looks it. The other one was a rescue. Mm-hmm. And she's disrespectful. She's also a Newfoundland, and she's actually a rare Newfoundland. She's gray. They're almost albino, they're mm-hmm. called dilutes. And when you tell Harlow to come, she looks at you and starts walking backwards, like in the moonwalk. Oh, wow. It's really fascinating to watch. And then she keeps her eyes on you, and her eyes are white. So she's spooky looking. And then she turns around and walks away. It's very disrespectful. It's not an only disobedient. It's disrespectful. And they've both had the same trainer.
0: We had a, a photo shoot for Christmas cards last week. And, <laughs> and my, we brought our dog. And our dog kept showing uh, her rear to the photographer <laughs> deliberately. We've discovered it, like, it, was, it was the same kind of, it was sass.
1: Yes, it, she's sassy. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, at the vet, I bring them both. One is 150 pounds. One is 130 pounds. They love her. Because they say she has personality. Yeah, well, there we go. And that's why I think
0: She's got the edge. Right. I'm a winner. All right. Well, listen. Um Harlow uh is Sarah Haynes' favorite, not having not met, yes. met but yes. she likes the she idea of of the sass. Yes. And and Sarah's one of the judges. So
1: I think I think I've got this one in the bag.
0: There's a lot of uh there's a lot of intrigue backstage. Uh <laughs> Joy feels very confident Bernie will win and should no. win. No. There's definitely some cha-cha Bernie. Bad blood. I don't yeah, want to too much. They have bad blood yeah. between them. Yeah. Um, and then mine
1: are going to come in fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa may be the one that the watch. She may be the one to watch because that's a new little dog.
0: Yeah. No one's gotten it. no one. Yeah. No
1: one is, has seen Herbie. that little dog, yeah. and Herbie looks real cute. Yeah. He looks a little bit like a show dog. Yeah. So I'm watching. I'm I'm watching for Herbie. All
0: right. All right. Well, I'll check into his lineage and see if he's got any uh, champions in his past. All right. Well, this is all very exciting. Um, thank you for joining me today, Sonny. Yes. Tomorrow, I'll be back with Joy Behar. Okay. She'll have a lot to say. Let we'll, her
1: know that my dogs are going to win.
0: I will, and we'll, we'll ask her about the vacuum. I, I know we think it's Anna, but let's let's explore it, all it things. It could be.
1: It could be Joy because it, the hair was like a mixture. It was like kind of light, hair, but it was like like reddish too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a lot.
1: There's a lot going on at the view. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you for your time. If you enjoyed the episode, please follow us. Please rate and review. I enjoy reading all these reviews. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
1: Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer.